I am writing this in warning about the inflatable hunk. To my surprise, it was nothing like the picture. And I showed Casey the picture and it wasn't. He had Throwing it away. Because the inflatable hunk they got <laughs> had a shirt and pants <laughs> painted on it. <laughs> which makes it impossible to dress. Um, Impo- okay, you're using the word impossible a little too liberally. It's impossible to dress him. Uh, this review, one star, uh, came with backwards legs. <laughs> These are the best. He had clothes. His legs were wrong. It's an inflatable man. Hunk. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Everything's a little hot and crispy on the old eardrums. I had to lure, I'm out here watching um, my brother and sister-in-law's house, watching the dogs and everything, and they have a pool. Mm -hmm. It's basically like Disneyland for Ruby. Anybody. (laughs) So she's out in the pool, and even though it's it's down south, it's still seasonal, so it's getting colder. So I had to lure her out of the pool by keeping the sliding glass uh, door open and turning the TV all the way up. So she oh, could just... hear the opening bells to the sandlot. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And she came in and she smacked her head. She's like, like, oh. I, she had a conundrum. She had a true yeah. conundrum. Can I? Choice. Do I stay in the pool? Or do I watch the sandlot? And then she Do I give my do child away? Or allow, allow King Solomon to cut the child in twain? Right. So she just came in and watched the good scenes. Went back. Got her feet wet. <laughs> just got both the best of both worlds yeah it sounds like harvey but it was Give so the loud it blew my Pied piper drums out <laughs> well should we get it started let's do it welcome to the jerk practice podcast i'm casey i'm h face how's it going good man good how are you i'm doing pretty good like i said i'm out i'm out uh out of my element we're out oh man all right good call how am i it doesn't take long does to, it? Here to we go. go. Down the tubes. <laughs> uh, no, I I am doing well. But uh, so last weekend, Ruby and I did a camp out in the backyard. All right, mm. so all come together, and then when I'm nice. out here, I don't know if we had mentioned it before. If that got cut out here watching uh, my bro's place, there's six dogs involved. He's got three dogs. We got three dogs. Yeah, we have an infant. We have got a sled race involved there. Yeah, right. There's a cat. We have an infant and a three and a half year old. So the noise is all crazy. So I sleep downstairs with Rue, and Meg goes up with the baby and sleeps upstairs. Um, tying this together, I'm on two Saturday nights in a row on air mattresses. Oh, and Casey, dad back. <laughs> Holy oh, how shit. For you. <laughs> I might as well just stay up. I might as well just rediscover cocaine and stay exactly. up because it doesn't. So the night when we camped out in our backyard, I have a shitty air mattress. And last yeah. night, my uh, my family, they have a very nice arrow bed air mattress. And it does not matter. Gotcha. I don't. Gotcha. And none of them have distinguishable holes. But. As the air sleeps seeps out, the discomfort and the tossing and the turning mm-hmm. is so unworldly. <laughs> and so where I was, so I'm I was super uncomfortable. 
Meg got you up. You are Kate, yeah. speaking to a fitful sleeper. There you go. Who thought it was a fucking fantastic idea to shave a few shekels when we moved to New York City to buy, ask his grandma to buy him an air mattress. Did you have an to, aero bed? Uh, it was what Target special. So the Morona of air mattresses, <laughs> like it was, it had some depth to it. It was tall. I remember that. And I had to fight with that goddamn cat. Get that cat off my bed! Little did I know, seams on air mattresses are weaker than my hand. Like they just holding water in your bare hands. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to explain that to Meg because when she came downstairs this morning, she was like, "You all right?" I was like, "I know you got the baby. Please let me go up into a normal bed for fifteen minutes." I'm not even tired. I just need to, my spine to realign. Um, <laughs> and then I was trying to explain to her. I was like, when we moved, when we moved, Casey had like this deluxe air mattress. I was thinking like an aero bed to describe to the listener. It's like, it's like a bed. The it's like a bed and a box was spring. built in. Yeah. Yep. The pump was built in. And so it was amazing. But man, did this thing lose air through the night and Ruby's rolling on to me. She's rolling into between the couch. I just like, oh my God, sinking in. And I was sure, like, you're just, you're dipping and then just, oh, you're so just hard. sleeping in a, a pool, a pool uh, toy. Uh, yeah. And so I was trying to explain to her, I was like, Casey was on the, one, were you, you were on one of those for months, if not a an even year. I would like to say I upgraded, but I just, it would deflate to the point. <laughs> I know you're upgrading. Where. I was like Nosferatu in the morning, <laughs> just like it had deflated because I was so not that I'm so heavy, but you just your weight and it just poofs out to the comfort parts. Yeah. So you just get burritoed in. And then I was like, fuck it. It's popped. I'm not fixing it. I'd used all the free patches that they gave <laughs> with the box. Free. You paid. You paid for those. And just throw it, it out. Yeah. And then I just ate the crappy futon that was that was Henning's bed and our entertaining couch. It was a for our room for our guests. It was a true curb futon, correct? Or maybe Timmy got it from a like an I don't know somebody. where Timmy got it from, but it <laughs> futon I is, kept it. Yeah. I kept it until I moved in with Ash. Ash yeah, you had moved it in together. Which is crazy to think about because Futon is being, it, everybody when you mention futon, it's like, fuck yeah. that. But even for a futon, this was inordinately strange. Like, I remember the mat weighed like 150 pounds. So heavy. It was, I, I made the joke before, It's it was like I slept on a bag of rags. Yeah, yeah, and it was all lumpy. Yeah, yeah. It was like. It's like a sourdough mother. Like I had the one <laughs> futon mattress and then I moved in to the house that I lived in with Mitch mm-hmm. and they they had a, they were like, we're going to chuck this futon mattress. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's a good futon mattress. <laughs> so then I had two shitty futon mattresses that fused perfectly together in their lumps and bumps so that I had why anyone would ever have been like. Thank my wife, because she had slept over once or twice. Right. And just to be like, yeah, you're cool. Yeah, you're a good guy. Because otherwise it's like, 
what are you sleeping on? Just like, nah, nah, it's all my old garbage. Yeah, that goes to show your character if you were not your now wife, even yeah, entertained being around you. And I just want to set up while Casey's living situation, sleeping situation is horrendous, as I was horrendous. I was no the better. I would walk through Casey's room to get to my smaller room. And I had, which I don't even think they do this anymore. Yes. This is like a slight taste of old New York, I think, still. Yep. I oh, really yeah. do don't think they, I do not think they do it anymore. And God, who knows with COVID. But you used to be able to go walk down to a main strip. Ours would have been 4th Avenue in Brooklyn. 3rd yep. or 4th Avenue. Yeah, yeah. And they had shitty furniture stores. But they'd have furniture, but their main staple, like literally they'd be fronts. Like the furniture, you would look in there, you'd be like, that mm-hmm. same glass table with gold yeah. trim has been in there since 1987. But they had to yep. make some money, so they would sell prison cots outside. Yes. Yep. And that's yep. what I bought. It was $70, which is crazy because I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to sleep on the floor. I'm going to spend this $70. And I pushed and cot. It was a cot that you yep. would get in a shelter. Came it in one unit like over, a chalupa. And I had the yeah, and it was on wheels, so I wheeled it to our apartment and got it upstairs. And yes, goes to show my character that I had any friends or anyone that was willing to sleep <laughs> to come over. over. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I remember uh, the late great uh, uh, Trevor Moore, the mm-hmm. wife would be wife, came over, and she was already on the fence about me. But she took one look at yeah. that futon. We were watching the cat. And she was like, I'm done with you. Cut. Cut off. Yeah. Um, so the sleeping situations were not ideal. Let's put them that way. We're used to it. So that to, to get to what you were saying is like, we're used to we've slept under our proverbial bridges in yeah, our day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My poor daughter. Was- and now it's coming back. I and Meg was like, "How did you? Why did you?" And we're, I was just like, "It is just, I don't want to gender separate here, but for us, let's just call it trash bags. Let's call us trash bags, trademark. For us, twenty something trash bags should be a mm-hmm. great. We sh- it should have been a magazine we put out. Yeah, it just didn't matter. Like, yes, it was awful. Our bodies yep. recovered quicker. So I slept on." Yes paper on top of some metal springs you slept on a deflating air mattress but it was like that uh always sunny episode we drank just enough cheap beers to ease the pain until we were asleep and then probably yeah. had a little bit of a a sip left in the morning to and get then, out <laughs> yeah. yes yes exactly but man i it's can't the do it frontier. anymore it's the midwestern frontier sure dna that we have you sleep on a stack of logs you fall asleep out of exhaustion, you wake up early and go toil, and then pass out on a bunch of rakes to go to bed. Yes, yeah. Because you only made it as far as the shed. I remember my mother used to, uh, it was awesome, she would come in, she was a great storyteller, I never gave her credit, like when I was younger, she would come in and tell stories, and they were always Roseanne-style stories of poverty, because it was, and like, she told this one long, arcing story, like, over four months about a mother and a son who lost their father, and then she didn't have her own income, so they would bounce around from, like, shelter to Salvation Army, to eventually she got a good enough job in retail where they could afford a, a spot at a campsite, 
like at a KOA. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and so we had a tent, and I remember the like being so excited because one night, uh, they not only she not only scored an old mattress for them that she wheeled into the tent. She Lightly, got a softly soiled, <laughs> she, softly soiled. She managed to find, and somebody saved it because she had an inn at the Goodwill. A old black and white dented television and so like that night we got was television. it christmas dinner <laughs> it's crazy uh where was i going oh i just remember that that like being so excited about like story time tonight is gonna our fictional characters they're gonna be sleeping on on silk tonight i love that your mother was dreaming about like she was peering into the future right because what you just described is like what could possibly it sounds like an NPR segment and or a Netflix show. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Just that like misery, that middle class misery of and she found a TV and you know what was playing that night? The first episode of Cheers. You know what I mean? Like just to get <laughs> yeah, that right. hook, that pop culture hook. The and whole then, pilot took place just so we could be like, oh, yeah, I love Cheers. That's such a good idea because I tell Ruby stories at night. And sometimes I'm struggling, a long day at work. I'm like, God, I'm a bad dad because my story was a minute and a half. And I was like, what would you like about this story? She's like, that two animals met yet again and became friends? What do you want me to say? But if I could tell a story where every night somehow they get a hold of a discount TV and they turn <laughs> it on and then I can just read the script of whatever, whatever episode is on, which is a great idea. <laughs> Tonight oh, I totally, on MASH. Oh, I forgot to text you because I let out a shrill, giddy, like, because ah! I was like, there's only one person on the planet besides the writers of this episode of television that were giddy about it. There is a show on Hulu called Only Murders in the Building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Martin. Go ahead. I'm Martin Short yeah. and Steve Martin. Uh, uh, Selena Gomez, fantastic show. If you guys haven't watched it, anybody listening, watch it. It is fan-fucking-tastic. Okay. But one of the crux they introduce, there is a murder in the building, as you as you could imagine. Sure. Um, so basically the premise is there are three people that live in this fancy apartment building in New York. Right. They're all true crime nerds. A murder happens. And they're like, you know what? We're going to podcast and solve it. Exactly. You're right. So there you go. Perfect premise. Yeah. Uh, so you're introduced to the detective who actually is assigned to the case by the M NYPD, has a brief moment in the first episode, and then you don't see her until like episode six. Okay. And then it's, and it's an episode of her heavy, and it starts with her as a kid, and the crux of it is fucking Herman's head. Oh my God, you're kidding me. No. I was like, because ah! it comes out on Tuesday. So Harvey wakes up so early. We watched that like 730 in the morning, two Tuesdays ago. And I was just like, Herman's head, Herman's head. I have to, I have to tell Hans. I have to tell him someone else loves Herman's head as much as we do. And they're writing television right now. Exactly. Yeah. That's, there's few joys that, uh, uh, match when I see one of the and obviously obviously I don't care enough to know the actors names but when I see one of those actors in a small part and I go Herman's yeah. head Herman's head fat yep. guy Herman's head he's in uh, yep. Armageddon 
Yep. Oh, yeah. Nerdy guy. Herman's head. And he's from South Dakota. He gets arrested in South Dakota. What do you in mean? In the movie. In what movie? Oh, does he in really? Armageddon. In Armageddon? When they catch him, because they're looking for the crew. And he's getting a tattoo, like, Mom loves dads. And then, like, the cops ain't going to get me this time. And it's in South Dakota. So, again, I was like... <gasps> I love this movie. I love Herman's head. I love the fat guy. He's arrested in South Dakota. I, that was the first movie. Oh, I believe it was the first so anyway, movie I ever went on Ruby a date. anyway, you that story. On. Someone is telling their, their, their children of the world. Story. Yes, They're yes. Like, oh yeah, let's put Herman's head in this. Um, Amazing. I do want to watch that show. I just, I'm, it's worth it. it all we're doing, fantastic. we're almost done binge watching nine years of this show alone it's on hulu we cannot recommend it enough you as a survivalist i only say this because of me wannabe because i can barely sleep on an air mattress and get up the next morning (laughs) but this show alone i cannot recommend it enough it is just 10 people go out have to make it alone bring 10 items the person that makes it the as many days they win five hundred thousand dollars and it is so good. There's a couple Midwestern. Uh, it is. It's fantastic. What's Casey. it called? What is Alone. It? It's called Alone. Oh, it's called Alone. Okay. Oh my God. I was you... like, it's not Survivor. Survivor. No, no, been no. Out for more it's, than nine the years. difference is these guys are legit. Like they have a list of things from them. Gotcha. And you can pick ten of them. You most people bring a hatchet, bring fishing line and lures, and that's it. They drop them off on the middle of either Vancouver Island, and it, there's a at minimum ten mile berth of like heavy woods or water sources between contestants, there's no chance they'd yeah. ever come in contact. They draw straws to see where they're dropped off because each place has its pros and cons. And that's it. And they, they just have to do it. The only, the only thing they have to do is they have a like master GPS like button that if they tap out or if they get attacked, like, there's fucking bears pushing on these people's tents. They get bears. One of the items that they automatically get is bear spray and a bear horn. And the predator thing is terrifying, but primarily it's like the food and emotional aspect that make people drop out. Yeah. And I like to watch it with Meg because these people are like, I'm just too alone. I miss my family. And Meg's like, if you come home because you miss your family. I will divorce I will. you. Because <laughs> <Like, laughs> I, I'm no, like, totally. I, Ash would be the same way. Like, we're gonna be here. Fucking we're here. deal. That's it. Go back to sleep. There's a couple people on there. No, these aren't spoilers because it's so broad. There's eight seasons now. Um, it, like I said, it's either in the middle of Vancouver Island, so it's like a wet terrain. It's in fucking mm-hmm. Patagonia. Uh, Ooh. One is in Mongolia, and one, okay. two of them yeah. are in the Arctic. And it's insane. But a couple of them, they're like, I don't know if I can be here. You know, my wife like was kind of sad to see me go. I'm like, you have a bad wife. They need to leave. Do this yeah. shit for you because it's growth stuff. But Casey, without spoilers, best guy on the show ever. Fucking bum electrician from Midwest Minnesota. Hates his job. And fucking yeah. has the shortest dad fuse you'd ever. <laughs> this guy trips yes. on a root. And he's like, <laughs> but it's better than that. He's like. Oh, hey, man, I tripped on a root. How's it going, root? 
fucking root almost sent me the fuck home to get up at four in the morning for a job I hate. And I'm just like, this guy's fighting with this root. I was like, this guy instantly is my favorite person on the planet. He fucking like, oh, this guy. Anyways, uh, nobody needs to hear me go down the rabbit hole. I cannot recommend it enough. It will suck you in. So Meg and I just, you know, just can't stop also, watching Also, was you you described it and you kind of hit on a, a like a bit I had, had as you described it cuz I was like, well, has anyone done the the major flex of depressed fat guy so you just sleep for the first 3 days cuz you're so sad. And then you're like, I'm good. I got a lot of live off. Anything goes. And yeah, that's a strategy to get as fat and unfit as possible to just starve longer and than just, other people. You're okay. It's crazy. It's Take so Take a good. bit of that guy's anger. Sleep the first as long as you can. Go get a, a little vitamin D. Get it out. Walk a little. That, oh, yeah. that. Uh, yeah. But people like go down like. It's like like the amount of days you're like, wow, that doesn't seem like a lot of days, but without food, like one guy, again, not a spoiler because you'll never know who and when they get there, but like goes into a psychosis where he has plenty of fish, plenty of food to eat, Mm -hmm. but he goes into like this miser hoarder mode because starvation can trigger something in your brain. So he won't eat the food he has. And I don't, I'm not going to be crass, so I won't say specific, but it looks like liberated people from name any wars he's so fucking sick and skinny it's crazy and uh so i won't take it from there you have when you have to eat it he, 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 but they it's like such a real show like they'll actually yeah slip you into a psychosis until there's two reasons they pull mm-hmm. you you lose a certain percentage of your body weight yeah, which people yeah. which is like i think 60 <laughs> percent it's crazy or your blood pressure drops so much that you're going to have a heart attack or um yeah i don't know any other reason but anyways that I can't, only I recommend it. yeah reminds me of because it's another uh, other than um forensic files always one of our guilty pleasure shows yeah is naked and afraid oh yeah see i haven't watched it but i think this is up that and alley. there is there is one episode i've seen multiple times because i feel like it is the perfect like summation of the show is there is this really fit attractive outdoorsy woman mm-hmm. who uh, to fit the marker would look great naked gotcha. and afraid and then there is this very sluggish nerd mm-hmm. who is not necessarily like like a triathlete or anything he's just like yeah, man, I read books and I know what and what not to eat. So they meet and you're they're like, uh, okay, you know, clearly he thinks she's hot and right. she's like, you're this guy's gross. a slug. Yeah. Um, so they are and that show is just everywhere, like all locales, different places. So they are in it's like island ish. Like it's a lot of sun Tro- and like okay. bulrushes. Got it. So the dude is just like. Hey, and he's got, of course, like cool, terrible tattoos just in the weirdest spots. Mm-hmm. First guy makes a fanny pack, got a walking stick. The guy with the walking stick, probably maybe follow that guy like Moses. He's just like, hey, I'm going to dig this hole, make a thatched roof. It's hot as shit. Just chill. We got to chill. Sit together in the dark. And she's like, 
no, fuck you. I'm going out. I'm doing stuff. Right. And she's just like going, like looking for crabs, trying to catch fish, trying to do stuff. And of course, they cut back to this guy and he's just <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the shade, scratching his big old belly, just reminiscing about the good old days. Cut back to her. Go, go. Moving and grooving, yeah. And he, you know, cut back to him. He's like eating a beetle's butt. Because a beetle crawled across his stomach. Yeah. And he's like, it's too hot, man. I'm telling you, why are you wasting calories? Go out. Like, he's the calorie counting guy. And you're like, that slug. He looks like the caterpillar from uh, Alice in Wonderland. he's, He's just missing a hookah. Just laying, laying in the shade, waiting. And they... She goes so hard and comes back, and she's like, what did you do today? And he's like, I built the structure. We have water. Let's wait. The sun's coming down. And she's like, God damn it. I've been out all fucking day. Have you just been sitting in the fucking shade? And he's like, yeah, whatever. I guess, like, basically, he's like, I know you hated me already, so I'm just going to lean into it. But he's totally the guy. But that's the strategy. That's... And totally, like, no, like, well, spoiler alert, long story short, they pull her from the show. Because she gets fucking sun poisoning and dehydrated. Exactly. Because she's out during the hottest parts of the day. And because of her own personal predilections toward this guy, it's like, I am not listening to you, fuckface. Right. And he's like, she deserves You don't want to eat slugs with me in the shade? Fine get burned and like he totally just like walks like that show is you survive for x amount of time and then you have to like walk a distance and then they airlift you out so he just fucking did it by himself he like knit a bag out of reeds so he had like a satchel right he totally just like knew what the fuck he was doing it's like sit in the shade and then once it gets a little bit dark go and get food that's how you gotta be smart that's it uh Oh, so it's not exciting television because he no. just was like, you guys can go do whatever you want. I'm just going to sit here. That's the thing. These contestants, they all have different strategies. But even like it be when you get invested, that becomes exciting television because yeah. you're like, yes, that minutia. That, will that strategy work? Some, for some people it does because they have like either the like the intelligence buildup where they can occupy. You're not allowed to bring like notebook or pen or anything which is a that's a tough one sure but the people that seem to thrive with that strategy being sluggish which is the smart strategy for a big chunk of it like you can't just go 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 right um are the people that have a wealth of knowledge stored up so they can entertain themselves you you can tell because they often quote verbatim literature and stuff and like they act out with themselves and stuff but then the people that have that sluggish strategy that are just like they're just so bored generally those are military guys because in the military Mm -hmm. if you there's if there's time to lean there's time to clean so they don't know what to do with their minds at rest um yeah but then oh totally yeah yeah, the people that are go 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 some of them just get lucky and have enough food source to supply that go 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 but for the most part from what i've seen that is just a recipe for you start to it's sort of like built in like in like modern games that achievement ladder 
Right. Like you're able to achieve it. You get achievement and you snatch it up and snatch it up and you go up the ladder. But if you aren't able to hit that first, like, I want a fish, I need to catch fish, and you never catch a fish, you just, like, wither. That, you know, what the, and, and so they're in charge, just like Les Stroud and Survivor Man, they have to do their camera equipment. Like, as anybody that oh, knows okay. any behind the scenes, too, you know that prior to going out on this shoot, prior to this endeavor, they have... I I bet it's a multiple weeks long, if not month long course on setting up shots, getting your shots, what they want, what they do. So they have 60 pounds of camera equipment and they have to get all their shots. And I'll tell you this, the moment you see any of them that are like, I'm going to take my shirt off because it's hot. I'm going, you're going to fucking lose because you're acknowledging the camera. And, you know, there's a few like, I don't know if you ever saw that movie with Justin Theroux, Jennifer Aniston, Paul Rudd. And where they like go off the grid from New York City and like join a commune, and Justin throws no. like the like the hotshot survivalist mm-hmm. hippie got the muscles, the tribal tattoos, got all the philosophies. Like any character like that or individual that comes out, it's like I think I'm gonna build a uh, uh, sweat lodge because I want to be one with the earth. I'm like you're fucking going home, but the guy that's yelling at that branch that he pulled back and it whipped back into his neck. That guy doesn't give a fuck about the cameras. He's just there nope. to stay. <gasps> he will not be undone by something as pitiful as a tree branch. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So we went down the rabbit hole on that. I do love that idea of, like, I hate my job so much. I'd rather live in a fucking hole in the ground. This guy. Oh, my God. Yeah. This guy comes to tears with his job. He's like. Fucking he's got old he's got grown up kid. Oh my god. And they do the tiniest little segment on their lives prior. Literally just when you get introduced, you get a three minute segment where they're from, see them packing up their stuff, saying goodbye to their family. And do you remember she's played brilliantly by Alice and Janney in American uh uh no, what is it? Not American Pop. Um what is the movie with Kevin Spacey? American Beauty. She plays yes, his neighbor's yes. wife, who's oh, just, just totally the, like, depleted spouse. Yep, yep. Just, yep. just a, like brought down by life. What is that? Uh, uh, Chris Cooper's wife. Chris Cooper's wife. I was like, you see, Larry, uh, this character, this actor, this they're not actors. This contestant's name is Larry, and I was like, I don't like this situation. Like his wife's like, huh, yes, goodbye, goodbye. Yeah, I was like, oh my. God, this guy needs this. They all may you need return this. or may you not. Right, right. Um, oh, what was I going to say? There's that. Uh, there's that amazing. Um, this remind me of that Paul Simon lyric. Uh, I met a woman, became a wife. These are the very words she used to describe her life. On a good day, there's no rain. On a bad day, I sit around and think about the things that could have been. And I was like, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> God, that fucking lyric is so depressing. <laughs> that's this. That's this way. But I think things things change. Uh, oh man, I have a, a slight transition because it. A, yeah. it deals with animals. Okay. And, and jobs you may you may or may not like. Okay. But uh, Ash and I were sitting around drinking coffee yesterday, and she was like, "I don't want to tell you guys what to talk about on the podcast, but." Maybe you guys should talk about this on the podcast. And I was like, okay, let me know. She'd read this article 
So there is a an endangered crane, like the species of crane. Okay. That have been endangered since the like eighties. Follow, I follow. Um, so they're they're very like zoologists and bio like everybody's trying very hard to like sustain the species. But I guess back in the eighties, they weren't too aware of the um, the imprinting. Okay. So because yep. they're slowly coming, the species is slowly coming back. But back then. They were so precious, like everybody was around them all the time. So these group of uh, cranes were born, and some of them imprinted on humans. Uh-huh. One in particular being this female, which I guess are even more rare. Okay. So there is this female crane who imprinted on her human keepers, and then this guy shows up, zoologist takes care of the crane this crane has killed two of its male suitors okay (gasps) like they can't like they can't do the law and order like pin it on this woman this female crane but this crane is straight up just killed two other endangered male cranes so they're like okay gotta keep her away yeah keep her away so she's kept by this like zookeeper biologist guy and he has, like, taken care of her. And so they've entered into this strange, like, they're married, basically. <laughs> okay. She can't be around other cranes. Like, she has fake eggs she sits on. She will attack anybody that comes. So like, she told me all this, and I was like, wait, what? And I was like... Holy crap. And then the punchline is even sadder. Like the guy who was screaming at the root. So this guy goes to work. Oh, no. Now, having gone to college for science, he basically gets in his car, goes to work, and is this crane's husband. Because they will inseminate the crane and she will lay eggs, but they take the fucking eggs out right away. So she has fake eggs she sits on. They had this guy do a mating dance with her to like get her randy oh to get her God. going so he did the dance cuz he was they gave him a, a you know a fucking jack and coke he was right. rapping in the Almost. back yeah exactly and they're like no nah, no nah, she won't allow any of this sexual science unless you do that dance so this guy goes to work every it. day and he doesn't have to sit on the eggs but he has to stand over them. And then the crane goes, does her crane business. But she's like, yo, you, you watching the kids. So this guy like leaves his, he leaves a marriage to go to a marriage with a fucking crane. Of course. And so just, that's his job. That's buddies. his job because it is an endangered species. So he can't quit. Well, he, because he's not a schlub. It's not like a an 80s movie where like a crane fell in love with John Goodman. And they're like, could you please work at the zoo? We'll pay your bar tab if you're the, like, he gives a shit about like, the science. I was going to say, yeah, so he's, he's saving like, the species. I can't quit this job until this crane dies. Uh, How long do that cranes crane live? That crane is uh, 40 years old. Cranes live into their 60s. Oh, man. He's in his late 30s. <laughs> I think about, so he has yeah. an actual legitimate 
marriage. Oh my God. She, uh, I think about that with those birds sometimes. I, I bird sat uh, this bird, Louie, a few years ago in this posh Manhattan high rise. Yeah. Um, and Louie was like 25 years old and they lived to be like fucking 112. They live in their hundreds. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, it's like a fucking the turtle. world. Uh, it's bizarre. And it was, you know, you know, God bless him, but it's still a, a bird in a cage. Like it's right. not, uh, uh, it's not going to shed a tear down its beak when its master leaves. It's like, maybe that's going to feed fair. me now. Mm-hmm. No. And that was like, I was just like, that's fucking nuts. Just like you take the arc of the story and the idea. And it's like, this is what this guy does now. He's got to go show up, take care of these birds. Because it's like if you shifted a degree, it's like if you make it a sci-fi movie, it's like there are only a thousand humans left. You ha- Like you said, the pig Bundy right. will kill any Al Bundy around it. So you got this fucking alien who shows up every day and it's like, okay, all right, lay it on me. It. What's up? What's up? I got to... You know, make you a Jim Gimlet, Jim Gimlet, and like dance to a Sam Cooke song. Oh, I get. <laughs> and then they knock you out, and they're like, "Okay, we got another human." Oh God, not again! What happened today? <laughs> they uh, did you uh, did I tell you about this book, The Ice Pick Surgeon? That's kind of up uh, along this lines by Sam Keen. I just hmm. listened to it. It's pretty interesting because it, it, it shows like the alternate side of science and history because we, is this the lobotomy doctor? Well, that's a chapter. It goes through different okay. chapters. So it, it looks on the other side of what we revere as science. You know what I mean? Like gotcha. the dark side yeah, yeah. of science, like where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Like we give all this credit to like the, like all this species, right. And all this research and everything like that, like, the, the primary guy that came up with all these books who ended up inspiring Darwin was just a filthy pirate that got kicked out of, like, the British Navy. And so he would go oh, around plundering, but in his off time, he was fascinated by the natural world. So, like, all the information we got on all these species that eventually Darwin used was from just this, like, dude. murderous <laughs> pirate. And then a bunch of uh, – a, a lot of other progress – because it was hard to navigate the globe up until recently. Mm-hmm. One way you could do it is you could be on slave ships. So a ton of what we know oh, scientifically Christ. about the world is from this weird deal with the devil by these guys paying these slavers to be on um, these ships. It just reminds me. And then obviously it goes into like the history of cadavers and how we learned the human body. Which was oh, people sure, yeah. grave digging and all that. And then, yeah, the term ice pick surgeon comes from this guy who uh, created, well, didn't create, but uh, popularized. What's the word? Not popularized. Legitimized the lobotomy. Yeah. And ice pick is not like a funny name. He was trying to figure out a better way than actually having to, to crack the skull to get a disconnection in that frontal lobe. And like using these different rods were breaking when he was trying to get at it a different way. So he found a nice, eye. sturdy ice pick 
and you go in through the eye into the tear duct and you take a legit hammer and the sound he says it makes is the sound that you hear when you when you know you're in there when you hear the same sound when you crack a creme brulee with a spoon. Oh, doesn't that make oh. you sick to think about? I didn't uh, like desserts before. That certainly oh, did not man. not doing me any favors. I I can't recommend no, that he, book enough. It's good. That dude had it became so snake. It's not snake oily because it did do something. He did actually do something to you. But yeah. he had the lobotomobile yeah. that he called it. He loved to travel. Just like door to doors. He mixed his love of like hitting the highway system, which was new then. It all came together because he liked it. And then he would just pay for his trip by doing lobotomies. For cheap, by the way. Even by today, like if you do like the inflation rates, he to was doing lobotomies like for like 600 bucks a clip. And he would do like like roadside attractions. He would try and beat his world record for how many he could do in a minute. So he would line up people and go, as somebody would film. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And the history of him selling it was like, was depression? Isn't that what the, like, depression, addiction, alcoholism, uh, anything that was an emotional disorder? Like if he you disconnect just... this section, like it would, it would tend to numb some of those behaviors. Like a lobotomy does not generally, unless it's botched, turn you into Jack Nicholas from Nicholas. Yeah, from uh, Nich- one right. flew over yeah, yeah. the cuckoo's nest. Like You're it not R.P. Like, McMurphy, right? Yeah, but it does like make you pretty emotionally void. Uh, doesn't cure alcoholism, but makes <laughs> makes an emotionless alcoholic, which is even <laughs> just a is, drone, oh. a boozy drone. Uh, one thing interesting, he would go and you just pay, shell him out of your pocket. Like my wife's fucked up. Here's five hundred bucks. Do it. Sometimes he would botch it, and you would get a hemorrhage in the brain. And what he would do is he would stuff that hemorrhage real quick and make it uh, coagulate, go out. And wheel and deal with the husband and the partner and be like, look, I can fix this, but I'm going to need another 600 bucks. And it wouldn't be until that dude went to the ATM or the version of, and then he could come and stick another tool and go, kick that hemorrhage up, open that coagulation, let all that blood and tent pressure shoot out. Oh, it's nuts. Sam Keen. A twofer, huh? A twofer. I recommend the audio book. The guy has a podcast too, so he has a good voice for audio that makes any sense so it's it's worth listening to speaking that, of that case i got a good transition halloween halloween perfect, transition baby. okay are it's you married October. to a crane do you want to stick an ice pick in your fucking eye you tripping over roots as you go door <laughs> to door roots. tripping uh going for candy case i sent you a few links oh speaking um, of hi um, shy. Oh, um, shy. Got real shut. I got shut. Hi. I know you can't hear me, so I'll, I'll do the crane, the crane dance oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> for anybody, she's been. She's yeah. in the midst of Halloween, so I don't know if Ruby's into her little little Halloween videos. Harvey's in the mix of the most god awful earwig Halloween videos, like monster, super monsters and shit. 
just like, yeah, like, hello, it's Halloween. Let's do a dance and get seen. It's like, <laughs> same. It's like Baby Shark. That Baby yeah. Shark shit just, someone went, oh, Baby Shark's big? Uh, you know what's big? Halloween. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. Baby pumpkin. Do, 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 do. so lazy. We got, at least we got Garfield and Peanuts in the mix. And you want to, Garfield cartoons are so lazy. You got to watch them every year, but it's just like, the Garfield cartoon, I'm sure we talk about it every Halloween. It is, what, two stars, so do not revisit? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, you got to watch it. But it's so interesting because <laughs> the humor is so humorless. And I'll give you an example <laughs> of a joke is Garfield. He, he was he was lobotomized. We didn't know that about old Jeff Davis. He, he got yes. an old ice pick between These, the eyes. Until you get to the amazing music as sung by Lou Rawls. Or an animation, which I'll talk about in a second. So it starts out with that standard, real shitty, I don't give a fuck, um, Garfield animation. And yeah. here's an example of a joke. Um, John Arbuckle is carving a pumpkin. And for no reason, Garfield walks in and startles John. So the pumpkin goes out of his hands and onto his head. So he's got a pumpkin on his head. Pumpkin and here, head. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here is the uh, joke. Garfield, aren't you going to ask me why I have a pumpkin on my head? Garfield, oh, geez, you have a pumpkin on your head. That's because it's Halloween, Garfield. Oh, Halloween. That's my middle name. Gar Halloween Field. And he's like, well, are you going trick-or-treating, Garfield? He's like, yeah, me be, getting, me be wanting to get the candy as a pirate or something. And then there's a pile of pumpkin seeds. And Garfield just goes, this looks like lasagna. And he takes a bite, and then John goes, since when do you like pumpkin innards, Garfield? And Garfield spits it out and goes, Patui, since never. By the way, Ruby's thinks that's the best joke ever written, She's George Carlin. Patui, but I was like, greatest. How dare you, Jim Davis? How dare you do this to me? It's so unfunny. And the Did animation- you just write words on a deck of cards, and you just shuffle them, and like the tarot, you're like, Garfield. Lasagna, pumpkin. Yeah, cool. He just thinks the pumpkin's lasagna. I mean, the it, end. The origin is crazy of some of the things we love. You're just like, who saw any try? value in this? How dare you? <laughs> exactly. Like, I would love a hard hitting, like, Netflix, like, stuff we loved or whatever, you know, like, movies that made us, cartoon strips that made us. Give me that Jim Davis. I want to bring him to task. Yeah. Go, we have a book of all those, and it's like, look, I, I love Garfield. Nothing against Garfield, just inquiring about Garfield, because it'll be like, hey, I like hamburgers, and he'll step on a grill and be like, this is a hot burger. End of strip! And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck does that mean? <laughs> fuck you. Uh, or it'll be like, Garfield, I have a hot date with that veterinarian tonight. And then Garfield will be like, should I tell him? And then the next shot is... John doesn't have any pants on. And, and that's all anybody got for one week. For one like, week. We are left going, what, did he meet the veterinarian? Did he, did Garfield steal his pants? I'm going to redo that. And it's going to be, uh, 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 animatronically, animatronically? An anatomy correct. It's just going to be John's big old uncircumcised hog hanging out just hanging. should i yeah. tell him that's the that's the sunday full color strip across the top <gasps> that's the thing there was that old thing where people would just eliminate the thought bubbles right 
from yes, Starfield, yeah. and it was very strange. You just put it in, and John Arbuckle just has an uncomfortable <laughs> bare <laughs> erection. <laughs> Which is why he could never keep a woman around. He's just too much to handle. Yeah. He and he doesn't know how to use it. Too much to handle. They want. They don't want that. They don't want to handle that handle. And also, not uh, he sleeps on a deflated mattress. Exactly. You know, and not he's got very fun to be around. For sure, no fun. He's always he's yelling at his cat Garfield the way that guy's yelling at a root, and you're just like, he has an unhealthy hatred for this cat. There's a just thanks- get rid of it then. The Thanksgiving one, he's again hitting on this veterinarian. She's like, he's like, go out with me, go out with me, go out with me, and she's like, no, no, no. And finally, he's like. I'm going to hold my breath until you go out with me. And he holds his breath That's until he passes cool. out. I'm not cool that anymore, not dude. Cool. Come on, John. He you held his breath until that erection enough, went down. Enough days in our life. And if you saw that happen in a bar, you're like, I keep an eye on this guy. Dude, stop. I got to yeah. keep an eye on this this young lady. And if she needs help, I'm swooping in. Because this guy's like, I'm going to hold my breath until you say you go out with me. It's like, just get the bouncer over here. Get him by the scruff. In his big hog and toss him out into the street. <laughs> All right, Case. I got. I did some. You're, I know you're. You're ready for some Halloween. Uh, I don't know where to start because I know we talk about candy every Halloween, so we're on a candy run. Okay, so That's I'll start got. in the rabbit hole I went down because I know we've gone mm-hmm. gross candy candy routes. We've gone candies we don't like. So eventually, yeah. I'll get there, Case. To Another realm of candy we've never discussed. But to start, <laughs> if, sh- that, if you can believe it, I'll show you the rabbit hole I went down. First off, I'm on a, a website that talks about the worst Halloween candies. We've been there before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know if you would. Ag- I'm just going to throw out some not too much depth here. What do you think? That number one on their list is Dum Dums. I don't think it should be on the list. I don't think so either. Dum Dums okay. It- I think people give it the raw deal because it's the gimme. It's your go-to cheapo candy. Right. So you're like, oh, a dum-dum? Couldn't give me a blow pop? Uh, no yeah. gum in it? You know, like, Harvey actually likes dum-dums. Ruby does, too. Loves them. It's just, so just enough. Little, it's just, just it's, enough. It's perfect. Uh, so I've come, like, I've never hated dum-dums, but I was always like, well, I'm going to need five of them because I'm right. going <laughs> to. Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next on so, the yeah, list, I think that off the list. Take I, it I'd off take it off too. What about Good and Plenties? That's they're tough, the white and they pink look, pills. They look no, they, great. They, they look, look like perfect. No. Cream. It looks like it should be cream and bubble gum, and or it's just black and, and black. It's black licorice flavor. Anise. I'm. It's on my list for sure. I think because you get the trap. It doesn't look like it should taste sure. I'm going to tell you like that blackjack gum looks old. So when you have a strip of blackjack mm. gum, you're like, oh, yeah. Nope. Yep. Uh-huh. I knew what I was getting Tastes into. Tastes like a, your your grandpa's stories. I knew. Yes. These next two, I disagree with wholeheartedly. Fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls and regular Tootsie Rolls. What do you think about that? I like both. I agree. Because I only I only ever saw the fruit flavored ones during Halloween, so that oh, really? makes me nostalgic. Because you get the like, of course it would be towards the end. Because you gotta if you're a weird miser like me, in my own childhood version of alone, I had to I parceled my candy out perfectly. So it was like, ooh, 
got to save some some you got to save your full size Snickers. You, you you parcel your treats out. Of course. Yeah, you And separate. so then by by week 2 you're dealing with Tootsie Rolls of various sizes and then your fruit flavored Tootsie Rolls. I always save banana flavored anything till the last possible moment. I'm a, I'm with you on banana flavor. I never liked it. I don't trust it. It's too artificial. That'll Kick those banana runts to brothers or friends who like banana flavored because they need a fucking lobotomy. Like, take your banana, take your lobotomy. The Leave square banana Laffy Taffies. Oof, oof, no skip. way, man. Skip. Um, so, the next few on the list, and then I'll, we'll take the th- next tootsie? jump. Are you a Tootsie oh, guy? You like Tootsie I girls? love the fruit Tootsies. I, ne- I don't equate them with Halloween. Within the fruit Tootsie, by the way, Includes vanilla. Oh, there is the counter to the the chocolate, the standard. Mm-hmm. My thing is, we good. are like we got it was two two Halloweens ago. Yeah, we were still living in the apartment, so we were like, oh, we may need candy. People may come, give it to the neighbor. So we went. Ash and I went the old school route. <laughs> Just got the Tootsie Roll bag. Uh, no one came. We made Halloween bags for friends. Mm-hmm. Very, of course, I'm sure they threw the Tootsie Rolls away. So for the next year and a half, we just had a drawer full of Tootsie Rolls that it was just like, oh, I'm going to sneak one of these, sneak one of these. So, But everybody's like, Tootsie Roll? I'm a fan of Did you get in the... a time machine and buy a bag of Tootsie Rolls? What about the Tootsie Link Log? I love the link log. Yeah. With the white, the perforated, where you. Yeah, perforate. You pick it up. You do it. If you're crazy, you do it like a banana, like I did. You peel it like a banana. (laughs) Take a bite out of that Tootsie. You don't want to get your fingers sticky. No, 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 no. Yeah, I love a good link. I like Tootsie Rolls. I like the fruit ones better. And I know them because they were part of the penny candy with, like, the scoop. You get that and the white. Yep, yep, yep. With jelly in them and whatever the fuck, the orange slices or whatever. Uh, oh god, the candy rind oranges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This list has. I'll, 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 I'll veer us in my. We'll go down the hole a little more gotcha. because it. Then it started going Hershey's miniatures and Ooh, Dove no. chocolate miniatures, candy corn, obviously. But then we it, may both be middle-aged women, but it's like, give me, keep them doves, keep them minis. No, yeah, I don't need a mini Dove Secret Dark. It's always sexy secret with these dark, these mass produced dark chocolate. I don't know where they got in the, in their mind because it, it, it's worked. It's Keep worked. It in your underwear drawer. It, yeah, exactly. It's like, hide your sexy secret from your husband, which is like, what? Empty, your dirty empty dark calories? Like, is it some kind of weird, like, safe no, zone? Like, dark wrappers in the. In the bathroom trash? Because you only empty the bathroom trash once a quarter. Right. Once every few, and you're like, it's just full of mini dove darks. Yeah, oh. I think my wife's cheating on me with a bag of candy. Yeah, uh, like I said, we got my mom for Mother's Day a box of Milky Way Midnights. Like a full box, full size. Never to be seen again. (laughs) They were in like those (laughs) pop-up tile ceilings right next to... My penthouse is right, yeah. It's yeah. It's behind her illegal guns in the floorboards. They uh, uh 
next on the list, and I think we're going to finally get to the bottom of this, the black and white, or the black and orange candies. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, the ones in the wax paper with the... The wax paper candies, it's, it's, exactly. it's supposed to be peanut butter, yes. Well, that's where we're going down that hole here. Okay, we're getting, we're getting to the bottom of it. What this what this one says is black and orange taffy, the sketchiest. What brand is it? Who makes it? Where the hell do people buy it? And what is that flavor? All questions I think uh-huh. we've asked. Are valid. Valid, valid questions. questions. Well, I got an answer for us. Thefoodhistorian.com. All right. These rock hard candies are a mixture of, well, this, uh, this, they get cheeky, of molasses and child abuse, but it's Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's a molasses flavored taffy that were originally called, and I know you've heard the, this name, but I didn't know that that's what these were. They these are officially Mary Janes. Oh, okay. That's what All a right. Mary yeah. Jane is. Invented in 1914 by Charles N. Miller, they were one of the original uh, penny candies. All right. Um, they are now. I will ma- say I prefer a Mary Jane to a like a fruity. Uh, salt taffy. No, I'm not a salt water guy either. I don't know. They're owned by Spangler now, who also makes Dum Dums, Circus Peanuts, and Chicka Sticks. (laughs) Antidepressants. Right. (laughs) Like that one aspect, like, well, they still make candy. Um, and they're still often, uh, sold for a penny. Anyways. Oh, they were acquired by Neko. Then they went to Spangler, Spangler, Spangler. Now they're Atkinsons. Who makes the slowpoke? Remember the slowpoke? Oh, not the PC slow- that- anymore. But no. Could you get away? Actually, you get away with calling somebody a slowpoke. Not mentally, obviously. Was it no, ever a mental I mean, thing? If you're just like a slow, slow going, I think slowpoke could slowpoke can go. Slowpoke's done. I think. Put that in the chest. Because wasn't the candy, the candy had the, like, the the old ornery, like, uh, donkey on it. Oh, yeah. So you're right. saying it's like slow poke is like somebody just slow to the. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah, let's drop it. I think it. you could keep it. You could keep it. I haven't unless... thought about it. No need to bring it back. I haven't thought about it. So I was going the history, right? So I got that. Mary Jane's gross. And this is where. This is Mary where. Mary Jane's, it's so this good. Is where... I love that it. So I was like, we've gone down the gross-ass candy route. We've gone down the candies we hate route. But yeah. as bartenders who've worked plenty of bachelorette parties and myself oh, who's worked so at the adult novelty store, something we've never <laughs> hit are the, the adult whole... candy section. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was like, I gotta, what are the, where do these women get these penis lollipops and sure, whatnot? Yeah. So or the dongy gummies. Yeah, dong gums and stuff. So I, I, I started looking up like sexy candy. And what is great about this is not what I found. Like this first example is oral sex candy. BJ Blast. Cherry, green apple, or strawberry. All right, that's fine. That is that is what it is. But yeah. at Casey, it's the reviews takes you to amazon oh, it's the reviews gosh, where it's all where it's at lay it on me i'm gonna creak open my haunted house door all let's right. hear some reviews 
All right, this is for BJ's Does sucker not taste blast. like a My, blow job. Let's see. I find some of these. Uh, let's see. My wife didn't like it, so I don't like it. <laughs> Pop rocks would have been cheaper. This la- I should give the label. Ew. All right. Um, could have saved my money and bought Pop Rocks. Let's see. I used it with my husband and he hated it. Said it was like sandpaper on his D asterisk. I'm going to say dink. Okay. So can we, you sent me the link and I thought first it's candy you eat to then give a blowjob. You eat, it's like Pop Rocks and then you go down on somebody so you know <laughs> what the best part is that first one where the guy was like uh my wife hates it so i, I, hate I it guess i hate probably it really enjoy it but also disgusting casey the it's super dis- there's no yeah um you're just buying pop rocks tried strawberry favor oh uh feels like broken glass is being rubbed against your dick inside her mouth <laughs> But the the best on said this man one, who made own sex machine and folks listening, we're we're getting somewhere. I know I'm just um, there's three reviews at the bottom which are great because they're in foreign languages. But you can this one's a Canadian, so this is French. And when you hit to translate it, the translation for this is simple treat with no effect. It's pass your way exclamation point. These are just sparkling treats on the palate that do not have any effect that could match what is expected. Next one in German. Nonsense. Measure <laughs> measures more complete. That's nothing else we bought as kids in the kiosk. It makes a huge mess, glues everything, and doesn't even taste. Don't buy it. Fantastic. And, and then the last... <laughs> This is the last review, and it is, like, Russian or something. As how whom to rub lubricating paper. Ooh, such a nonsense. It doesn't work. Reminds me of the bubblegum from my childhood. The feeling is hard to describe. It is hard, prickly, rough, feels bad, zero pleasure. (laughs) The taste is very subtle, but incredibly sweet. The question behind this product is, how should it work? To achieve an effect... It should, should it be a reaction with the air? That in the mouth is something tingly as a child's funny, but as an adult, no longer. Simply a pointless product. I didn't like all the child stuff translation in there, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. It's like, candy's good. Effect, thumbs down. So this is where we get... All right, so we're reviewing some candy. Not a lot of adult candies on Amazon, though, but a lot of gag gifts. Humdingers there. And it linked me to my favorite gag gift, the blowjob bib. Oh, you sent it, and I was like, that is the grossest thing I have ever seen (laughs) in my life. So for anybody thinking about what it is, it's just a red, like, cheap-looking... Bib and so it says blowjob bib with a cartoony mouth in the middle of it. Fine, funny on its own in the sense that my God, people buy this for stuff. But much funnier when you read the reviews because people actually yeah. review blowjob bibs, but they review it with um, uh, candor, with earnestness, 
Like yeah. they bought a blowjob bib and are disappointed in what they received. So going down the blowjob bib, here's a review. Not worth the money. Stupid looking. And red cow is coming I feel like it looks exactly like what you're going to get. Exactly. <laughs> I think so. I think I'm so. Not, I mean, I know I'm a big, like, you and I are, like, big proponents of, like, do it yourself, make your own shit, compost, cook your own food. If you so desperately, desperately need a blowjob bib, I implore you, just cut the bottom of a shirt off. The neck's already built It's in. already there. Make your own. Don't spend the money to buy it. But you're like, spent money. Two stars. Would not buy it. <laughs> it looks stupid. It's insane. It looks fucking terrible. Here's a review by H. Selby. Cheap. Small. Sized for a doll. It worked for our two-minute photo of our bachelorette party, but it was cheap. Should only be $2 or better. This is $7, by the way. Like, uh, should this you. thing last longer than your two-minute photo shoot? Right. No, agreed. Unless you're actually using it at, in, in, for intended purposes. And even then, hey. Five stars. It was a hit of the party. I bet it was. <laughs> this is... Don't buy it. <laughs> you go down the rainbow. Don't buy expecting quality. For the price, this could be made a lot nicer with better material other than plastic. <laughs> Cloth material isn't that expensive. The impression Try I got Etsy. is they don't expect anyone to actually open the package. Probably not. Basically, no. what you get is a baby-sized... Oh, it's so long, too. Basically, a baby-sized, yeah. totally plastic bib made out of thin plastic with some simple screen printing. You also have to pay for the line of advertising on the bottom, the bib that takes away from the look and gag. So underneath it says, like, Tony LaRusso's gag novelty gifts or whatever. Oh, if only it was Tony LaRusso. <laughs> Not only is he coaching baseball, <laughs> he's making blowjobs. He's coaching bibs. gags. <laughs> Cute. Great for a fun birthday gift. It's got some good reviews. Um, I mean, obviously, crappy Who cheese. goes hard? They're for going that. hard. Casey, so we're still going. Uh, oh Are you telling God. me there's a market for JP Industries? There's one to do some quality BJ bids. Oh, absolutely. There is a fucking review on here. Oh, uh, it's a it's it's a gag. All right, definitely a gag gift, but it does catch spittle. Non-porous surface makes it easy to clean. Uh, you can't machine wash it. Uh, that's probably just a, somebody being funny. Anyways, this bits, next bit. I smell bad I bits. smell a bad bit. So you're going down the rabbit hole, Casey. And this is my fucking favorite. The item is called the... Where is it? Uh, Out of control bachelorette party collection. Inflatable hunk. Yeah, this yeah, fucking you said thing, it, baby. The picture, I gotta... Put it up. It's so beautifully bad. It's a blow-up doll, obviously. But it looks so fucking terrible. It has no hands or feet. No hands. Yeah, just stubs it's, it's everywhere. Thumb Except where you head. would expect a stub. There no is stub. None. Yeah, it's not anatomically correct. Uh, 
It's just like one of those kids Halloween masks on like a stub of a neck for a head. Yet people bought it looking at the image. It's got a big old patch of chest hair. Inflatable hunk. But people bought it and actually... Where's his dick? Yes, I actually reviewed it in that sense. <laughs> this picture of, like, and they posted their <laughs> the actual mustache. pictures of what it looks like. And it does. It's it so looks good. insane. It's uh, what Leatherface would wear yes. in a fucking Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre movie. He would just cut the top off and wear it as a mask. It's that fucking scary looking. Casey, this is the best review ever. I can't hump it. This is understandable on the reviewer because wouldn't you know that a company that makes inflatable hunks doesn't have quality standards. So I'll slightly (laughs) show you the image of what was sent. Okay. (laughs) And now I'll read the review for people. I am writing this in warning about the inflatable hunk. To my surprise, it was nothing like the picture, and I showed Casey the picture, and it wasn't. He had Throwing it away, because the inflatable hunk they got <laughs> had a shirt and pants <laughs> painted on it, <laughs> which makes it impossible to dress. Um, Impo- okay, you're using the word impossible a little too liberally. It's impossible to dress him. Uh, this review, one star, uh, came with backwards legs. <laughs> These are the best. He had clothes. His legs were wrong. It's an inflatable man. Hunk. Oh, this one got the same thing. They got pants and shirt on this one, too. I fucking love it. Came. Oh. This one came broken. There's a picture. It literally was used because it had a patch on it. <laughs> Numerous Too holes. Much fun. Immediately deflated. The tall head, black pants, and a white tank top. All right, I see a trend here. <laughs> I got the wrong guy. He's only 20 inches tall. Total <laughs> fail. Oh. I don't like short guys. Or guys with shirts and Popped pants. Popped a hole within the first hour. All what right. What are you guys doing? Scary face. I mean, I know what you're right doing. about that. Oh, that's a... Uh, reviews on the fucking hunk. No PP for the party. There's a ton... But just, like... I I don't go on to like if there if my car has a knowable Amazon, safety you know? feature that might endanger other people I won't go on the website to fucking mm-hmm. review it. I just so to go on and be like this blowjob bib was of the <laughs> poorest quality cool. which is the best <laughs> thing ever by the way. So when you thought that was bad this took me to the rabbit hole cuz I was like I'm going down the dumps. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna actually take it in a different direction. But it's actually much sadder and made me so much angrier than inflatable hunk blowjob bib BJ's bonsai candy. Yeah, and this is a company called Act Wellness, and they have created a spooky Halloween candy with gross ingredients. Basically. This is a fucking hippie wellness new age clinic Uh that's fucking harshing our good candy times by telling you what's in candy, how it's dyed with the same shit as blue jeans. But this (laughs) is what made me put it on your hunk, you fucks. This is what made me furious because this is what they're advising people to do instead of giving out 
the chemical cuisine that is Halloween candy. And the third one down makes me so fucking mad. But their first one is give out toys, stickers, mini notepads, or magnets. This clinic, I can't believe people aren't like veering from abortion clinics and fucking bombing this place. Um, Choose healthy treats like fruit leather. And whole fruits, Ugh. like mini tangerines. I hate fruit leather. I just hate the name. I fucking uh, yeah, hate it's, the name. It's, it rhymes with boot leather. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This one made me so mad. Give out bottled water. <laughs> like you're running a fucking marathon? Oh, Yeah, man. thanks. Um, just give out toilet paper for your house. Or eggs. Exactly. You might as well. Exactly. Or you know what? Shut the fucking front light off, yeah. and then no one will come. Right. Don't support If you don't Halloween. like candy, don't give out candy. Just be like, I don't like Halloween. This next one is the one that makes sense, but what are you, fucking made of money? You're not, you're not young dads here. Give a non-GMO candy, like the Unreal brands, like Annie's, Yummy Earth Organics. We do that shit. Nobody that shit. likes those. They're expensive as fuck, too. Um, the one... Rule piece, give one piece of candy. Um, get rid of Halloween candy after a week or two. And by doing that, you can join our annual candy trade-in event at the ACT Wellness Center. Um, and you might wonder where all that chemical toxic-filled candy goes after it's traded in. In the trash, because that's where it belongs. I have their address. Everyone, you have their address. It's uh, ACT Wellness Center. 14111 Miniville Road, Woodbridge, Virginia. I want everybody to dig in their pockets, pull out $7.84, and send them a blowjob bib to hand out for Halloween. Just inundate them. And then put your toxic candy in your blowjob bib. Right. Throw it at the bib. Don't. Just then don't do it. Don't do it. Or you know what? Make your own candy. But you know what? You aren't allowed to give out your own fucking candy because of the fucking... 80 scare of fucking razor blades. And what crazy person is like, would you like my own homemade Mary Jane rolls? Right. Right. Skip this fruit house. leather. Skip this house. You, I get on my own tin can phone through the string goes from my tree house to Hansa's tree house. And I go skip that fucking house. He's giving away homemade candy, giving away bottled waters. Bottled water. That's when you. Pull, I appreciate you go, it. Oh, bottled water. Dad. Then you dig in your uh, bag, pull out some pixie sticks, dump them in there, <laughs> shake them around. <laughs> or you Homemade just ooh, water. Just fucking open it and water their plant with it. So, just make your own juice. Just juice your own apples to order. At everyone comes up, you get your own hard pressed cider. Ooh. Except nobody wants it. No. Nobody wants no, your they garbage. They want a fucking they Tootsie Roll. want shitty fucking candy. Even if it's the shitty candy we started with this off the list, I'd rather have a, a, a good and plenty than a... Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I would down... Like, I would eventually do shots You would take it like a pill. I'd do a whole box of good and plenties just to get rid of them. Absolutely. But it's still candy someone paid for and gave to me. Out of their the kindness of their heart. So we have that's that's my candy rabbit hole for today. We still got a, quite a that's few more amazing. eps in in uh, October, but um, that's why that's what that's where we'll, we'll start with for this season. So basically, Hans and I are saying that they they're thrown in the dump, 
Hans and I will take it into the dump that is ourselves. We love we love shitty candy. How crazy is it if you did give out? Like, how fuck? Do you think you'd end up on the list? Would you have to knock on your neighbor's door the following day from Halloween if you gave out packets of BJ's blowjob candy? <laughs> like, but you package it with a nice ribbon, so they're like, oh, it's a little bundle of candy. That's nice. And they're like, open it. Like, that's how the horror movie starts. That's when the strings start. Because you open it, you're like, oh, Ruby, here's this candy you got yesterday. And it's like, da, 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 da. and you open it, you're like, it's a blowjob. <laughs> Burn his house down. <laughs> you don't know, like, they do, that, that looks like a pack of Pop Rocks. Or there was something like Doc Johnson's cinnamon lube sticks or something. Like, can you imagine going through the candy and like, oh, fucking candy corn, bottle yeah, of water, man. these assholes. And you're like, the fuck does this say? <laughs> Weekend <laughs> stud? <laughs> Horny <laughs> goat coins? Because <laughs> I'm just picturing, like, only thing that makes it more creepy is, like, who gives a candied apple? You're like, oh, ugh, gross. And then you peel the wrapper off, and the wrapper for your homemade candied apple is, like, discount blowjob bib. You're done. You You're done. They we don't want you town. to spill any candy on your chest. People walk through the neighborhood with nets like you're the invisible man, and they're just going to catch oh, you. Oh, yeah. They're not going to yeah. let you go away. But I'm saying, like, can you give, like, you're like, like, my dad gave away fake signed baseball cards. It's a fun gag. I don't think that gag flies. Pop oh, rock. no. I no. think you, <laughs> I think you, you, you get end visited up on the list. by somebody. <laughs> the authorities. <laughs> can, and I, your dad's can you not be wrong, because it's yeah, go ahead. an amazing gag. No, it's great. But can you be the creepy guy and go like, oh, hey, mom, dad, what are you? What's your little what's your little one here? Oh, Princess here? Anna. Anna, here's some pop rocks. And you give them pop rocks and then you go, mom, dad, this one's for you. Like, are they just are you like, how do you like? Because you're giving it to the adult, right? You're giving them a treat. Like in our neighborhood, they put out coolers right. of beer for the adult. You have two, two. Yeah, two, two bowls, one bowl for kids, one bowl for after dark. So, like, do you, how weird are you if you give, like, say you have the bowl for kids and you go, nope, mom, dad, this bowl is for you. And it's like, it's fucking fruit condoms and shit. Like, how gross of a person are you? <laughs> Just a bowl full of condoms. Oh, sh- oh, your wife wants the blow, your partner wants the blowjob, bib. I know what you're doing tonight when you put your kid to bed who's standing right here. It's like... <laughs> Looking through the their kids' rolls. Bed. That kid's just getting lit on candy. You ain't getting any moment. That kid's up till two, and you're like, thank God you went to sleep. I just want to. Honey, be- honey, you want to break out the pop rocks? Like, so my reaction, I think, and it'd have to be separate. Like, if I saw some asshole try and put a fucking BJ's blowjob powder in my kid's bag, I'd fucking <laughs> walk them back into their house yeah, uh, yeah. and shut the door. But if it was like, oh, here's for you, you go to the next house, and they're like, mom, dad, here's a special boner pop, and I'd be like, what the fuck? It, what? Are you <laughs> just Lucy? And then just like, go away. But I would like, I would stick close because I would want to wait for like the <laughs> conservative Baptist Christians who are still like, we're cool yeah. parents. We still trick or treat on the devil. They were like, mom, dad, here's a, you know, chocolate condom. <laughs> they're still like, what? What is this? <laughs> Right, no, I'm just thinking. There's children alive in the world with Lucy's, like you know, the blue pills. Just give you a little, yeah. Take one of the blue ones. Take a choco. (laughs) 
and then a little pop rocks for the butt. You just sprinkle it between the cheeks. <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. Just a bowl of panties. <laughs> just no, exactly, yeah. You, know, you sent me that text, and Panty Raid should be a horror movie. Because you said, Absolutely. when you said it should be a horror, all I could picture is that beautifully painted. It's like the movie House or Critter, like just like that yeah. vivid red border panty raid. And it's just this painted. Oh, the guy wears panties cover. for a mask instead of leather face. It's panty faced. It's I mean, again, going back, you'll have to listen to that last episode. I guess it starts Halloween off, but. Man, go back and listen. When you know. hear the horrors of the first real panty raid and fucking Just doorknobs do getting beat off, phones getting clipped, it's insane. It's an insane thing. Right. We don't need the the. It wouldn't take to you, you fold in a little Michael Michael Myers, a little Voorhees. Absolutely. Just use that historical event as a backdrop, and you drop, got it. Drop Charles Panzram in the midst. That's it. Yeah, you drop. You drop the. You know, it goes awry. It goes awry for both sides, both men and women. Some, it's not tongue in cheek. I was telling you, but there, somebody gets strangled with panties. A weird right? drifter shows up in the midst and does what weird drifters do. Don't, don't go down that rod. A lot of panties down that rod. <laughs> no, I'm not going down that. Yeah, uh, take these pop rocks. They're not for ca- They're not candy. You know. <laughs> don't take those pop rocks. Well, it's about in my butt cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> what about just a guy? Oh, just some drifter, like like the actual horror movie. <laughs> like, oh man, this is scary. He foot? just stops and just like, like, oh, that's an old camp. You know what happened at that camp? Turn around. And they're like, wow, that guy's creepy. And then he slowly <laughs> rips open a pack of adult pop rocks and starts sucking on them. And then like. Drizzles him down his farm, <laughs> his plumber's crack. Oh man, amazing! Trick or treat, you know. Well, what do you say? I say, there's. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I will return that hunk if he's wearing jeans and a shirt. We got to order and, and review. If the, yeah, I would return it. You know what? I'll review it. If we, I'm gonna order. It's twenty seven bucks. Don't order it. I would say if I ordered it and got a guy <laughs> that with the sh- that was dad a full quick. shirt and pants. Don't order it. Oh, no, 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 that twenty-seven dollars for a twenty-inch. You keep that hunk, in your wallet. Twenty-inch hunk with pants and tank top on. Amazing. I would say I would love to receive the fully clothed hunk. Of course, because I think what it I'd would prefer. be fucking hilarious. It would be amazing. Yes, somebody, but if somebody listening. I was ordering a naked hunk. And received the Freddie Mercury version. I'd be like, eh, it looks a little like Freddie Mercury. Cool. There's a handful of people that are on my gift list. So anybody listening, there's probably an inflatable (laughs) hunk with pants and tank (laughs) on your horizon. And if that's you're that person, I expect a review. Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Good and plenty, good and plenty. Oh, Charlie, you're not an engineer. You're a big nothing. I'm nothing? Why, I could be class president. <laughs> I could. I could. Oh, 
Are you the most popular boy in your class? You might say that. You know, people say you're handing out a lot of sweet talk. They're right. If I'm elected, there'll be good and plenty candy for everybody. Choo -choo Charlie's up for president.